Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the week again. Another edition of PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ellie Okinawa here alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, my co-host, Ben Pierce. Ben, how are you? I'm good, man. How's it going? I'm doing well. So how's your week been? Um, very, uh, very slow, but it's actually allowed me to, um some stuff done that I wanted to, so I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, today's, uh, this week's been a slow week for me as well. Um, I know uh, on uh, Thursday, NJPW started up on their, new, uh, their next event, so I have that to look forward to this weekend. No, no, this one is uh, the Super J Cup. It's uh, like a three-day event. Uh, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. I've never been through anything like that G1 climax. Oh, G1. And uh, now my my, uh, my friend and my, co- my uh, co- friend on uh, the other podcast has seen, like, about... Two or three, I think he was saying. And he saw, like, every single day. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> you see what? He'll watch hours and hours on it. On it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling fan, but, you know, at, at, the, um, at a certain point, it's like pr- Project Overload. And each each event, uh, each uh, G1 Climax, uh, was, like, four hours long. Each uh, event, day. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> luckily I, I only had to watch the tournament matches and I, so I skipped over the tag team matches. Because he's like, just watch the tournament matches, otherwise we're going to be here forever. Well, good for you, good for you and good for him. <laughs> Alright, so, um, I, you were telling me off air, we have like a lot of news uh, today. Well, I'm not living under a rock, but I'm. I use it to lean up against uh, when I don't feel like uh, walking. Very good. I. Uh, <laughs> I like that. But yeah, you know. So the um, the news broke earlier that um, that uh, oh what I'm John Moxley. He will go uh, one on uh, one on one 
Okay. So I, to be honest with you, I felt kind of bad for AEW because I know they're, they're trying to get off uh, the ground and you know All Out is like the follow up to um, All In, so I kind of felt really bad. Yeah. At, Sorry, but what I heard is um that uh, they're gonna be on Wednesdays, but it's still gonna be on the network. Just it's gonna be delayed by one day, so they're still gonna keep it on Thursdays for the network. Oh, that's good. So no, I, I I'd freak out if they if they ever took it off the network. Like no, what are you doing? Okay. Well, Oh, no, I said I'd freak out if they ever took it off the network. It's like, no, what are you doing? I like NXT. Yeah, and, and so, um, you know, I've, I've heard that, um, that, that Triple H will still be in charge for now, and I'm really hoping they don't uh, change that. Oh, please don't change that. Because it's going it, to, it'll ruin NXT. We don't want that. Yes, because it got me thinking, because... Shane's 
WWE stamp all over it, uh, which spelled the end for that brand. So um, I'm really hoping that uh, that doesn't happen with NXT because, you know, as exciting as AEW is and, and, you know, the prospect of a new company and all of the excitement and and positivity coming from AEW, and there is a lot of um, positive things that I could see happening. Um, you know, I, I still have to say, despite all that, to me, NXT is the most exciting thing on the wrestling women's team. Yep. Yep. NXT, yeah. NXT and NXT UK are both uh, fun shows to watch. Well, NXT UK sometimes, <laughs> some weeks, uh, because uh, we have a race going on between uh, NXT UK and... Um, MLW and ROH and some weeks NXT UK is uh, kind of not good. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, in comparison to um, ROH lately, I think NXT UK has been pretty decent. Um, actually, uh, have you gone to see ROH uh, uh, recently? So did you see their new format? Yeah, it, it just seems like they're they're in a very um, transitional period right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because of I don't I don't know maybe they lost a lot of talent uh, to WWE. Um, but um, I kind of like this new uh, format they have though. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Walls are being forced. It's not necessarily negative as much as it is practical. Okay. Um, But it's still going to sound kind of negative. Okay. I don't don't intend it that way. You know, the thing with with AEW, when I went to earlier, was there's a lot of excitement, and as we know, the internet and podcast are absolutely uh, all over themselves about you know about AEW, mm-hmm. and I think that 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 is great. But to say that they are going to be automatic competition to WWE, and we're going to have the Wednesday night wars and all this bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you, you know, you, you can't you, you can't do that. I mean, this is like you know the XFL trying to take down the NFL, and, and we all know how that happened in uh, two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> and we might very well have a repeat in uh, twenty twenty. Oh my God, the XFL. I think the problem is that 
so much about this society, and unfortunately, it leaks into um, professional wrestling, uh, too, is we're so geared toward immediate gratification. Uh, you know, in, in, in anything, in any interest, we want the best now, you know, but I think, I think the, um, AEW really has to build itself before, um, before anyone thinks of it competing with WWE. Because say what you want about WWE, and God knows we real on it enough for this Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of tired of hearing, like, people saying this is the Wednesday Night Wars, this is the Monday Night Wars all over again, except it's Wednesday night. This is nothing like the Monday Night Wars. Exactly. What's like? What do you do? Just and you know what? People that they're like, well, if you like AEW, you can't like WWE and vice versa. You know what I say? Let's say you can like both. You can like whatever. It's wrestling. Just enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, change the channel. Otherwise, shut up. For SmackDown because that dude this week SmackDown I don't even know if to say about that ending. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we're so, gonna get into that. <laughs> so I got a rant in and you're gonna get one in. 
Yeah, so we'll be back shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're going to get into our Monday Night Raw report. And I'm now going to hand it over to my co-host. So, Ben, take it away. Okie dokie. So, um, Raw came to us uh, this past week <laughs> from... Where, where the the Excel Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. Miss Dolph Ziggler crying again about how he, how it's it was supposed oh, to be him. I'm, 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 I'm to that once again. You oh no wait did, no wait did they miss something because was there something before that? Yes. Oh was. okay that's why okay I didn't know that because the only thing I saw when I turned the TV on was uh, Dolph Ziggler. That's why I wasn't sure. Okay. Oh, no. Video recaps of the attacks on Roman Reigns. Ugh, can we stop? Can we stop? An attacker will be revealed tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, my God. Of, 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 of course, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing the commentary that was running through my head on Monday. Yeah. Warriors, stay the hell away from me. Um, but after after that, uh, we get what uh, Elio was referring to, and here comes Dolph Ziggler, and he wants to uh, and he wants to bitch about about how Reigns is getting all the attention. Um, and I I I, freak, I freaked out when he just like. Uh, when he just like uh, uh backed up and he's just like uh, he just like uh, I think he uh, he landed that right hand to rain. Just like I don't know where. <laughs> yes, well, a little bit of unpredictability on Monday Night Raw. Thank you, Paul Heyman, for that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> because for, I mean, everything's all cool. There, he's talking. To all of a sudden, boom! Roman Reigns gets hit with a right hand. Oh, sorry, I'm a super kick. Yeah, okay, super kick. Yeah, I'll still need to get get the super kick. Bang! And I I thought that was tremendous. Um, but uh, you know his uh, his line about um, Maurice's husband, the Miz. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have 53 seconds here, but yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. And, uh, that, well, 
All right, sure. Pro fight. All right, yeah, sure. Well, we'll we'll yeah. go we'll go with ten minutes. Either way, it was ten minutes. There you go. <laughs> so next up, we have the King's Court, um, where the King has promised to uh, interview Sasha Banks regarding her attack. No, 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 Ben. Sorry, before you go on, what do you think about this new Sasha Banks? This heel Sasha Banks? I like it. I I like the new character Sasha Banks. I do. Um, however, I'm a little I'm a little bit over uh, the behind the scenes crap and and what I've seen on social media from her. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I, I, so I. We'll say I'm undecided on Sasha Banks. Okay. I want to see her wrestle. I don't. I don't want it. I yeah. want to hear about all, all this off-camera dramatic yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm not interested. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we have the King's Court. I'm gonna try not to drop the F bomb anymore. Uh, this uh, during this podcast, I'm going to try to be semi-diplomatic, but I had to. I had to drop the F bomb during my A my AEW rant. So on the off chance that uh, my mom or any women are listening to the, to this uh, in a few days, so sorry, I had to do it uh, one time. Um, okay. And let's see. So anyway, um, so we um, we get uh, the King's Court. I'm like, as soon as the lights went on, I'm like, he's gonna be standing behind Lawler. And boom, that's where he was. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I like how they're limiting his use right now. Yeah. Uh, keeping the gimmick special. I really, I really liked it. And then, following this, this attack, I should say this, this was one of the highlights of Raw for, for me was um Vic Joseph uh the uh the two of five live commentator mm-hmm. uh replaced Lawler on commentary and just throughout throughout the evening uh he did a tremendous job on commentary. I was um I was very I was very impressed. Uh, but in terms of the next match we had Ricochet and the Miz versus Drew McIntyre and an unfortunately returning Baron 
Wait, the returning Baron Corbin was he even gone ahead of Norris? Touche, touche, my brother. Touché. Oh my god. Uh, let's see, but at least Ricochet and the Miz uh, got the victory. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Okay. So then we have we have. Banks backstage, and she's still promising to talk later tonight. Since her segment with the king got derailed by the fiend, thank you to the <coughs> Um, I, as you might maybe be able to tell, I have a dry sense of humor. Uh, let's see. And then Booker T. Oh. Joint of all people. And I, I, I should say, I really like Booker T. I do. Oh, he's a... What does he have to do with this... Oh, my God. You know, have him talk about King of the Ring. That's fine. Wonderful. That was... That, okay, very good. King Booker, very entertaining. I did, I did love this King Booker run. That was fun. That was... So, that, that was fine. He would talk about the return of the King of the Ring. Don't ask him about the Fiend, for God's sake. What, what, what is he... Just... Just don't do it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Okay. So, next up we had uh, AJ Styles versus uh, Braun Strowman. And Elio, I think you know where this is going. But... Follow along with me, and, and I think you'll appreciate my commentary on this one. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, we, ha- we have the Good Brothers automatically come out with Styles, so you know it's going to be a, a three-on-one situation. Yep. So, eventually it's a DQ, because Gallows initiated the attack. Here comes the shocker. <laughs> this led to um, the OC beating down Braun until Seth makes the save, and then do you know what happened? What happened? We had a, a six-man tag. Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. Wait, did we? Wait, 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 did I miss something? Where was the six man tag? I, 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 was, I was being facetious. I, oh. We're not, we're not actually having a six no, man okay, tag. No, I, 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 I get where you want. I get where you're going with that. Thank you, Teddy Long. The fruit. After that, um, for a King of the Ring tournament match, uh, Samoa Joe versus Cesaro. Uh, This could have sold the show if they if they had given it more time. Uh, But it was very um, it was very uh, well uh, paced and and what such. So 
I know that I know this is early, but Ben, who are you picking to win the King of the Ring? Um, Cedric Alexander. Oh, okay. Hmm. And why is that? Well, it's either gonna. It's, I personally think Cedric Alexander, but to, to me, there's only two options to win this tournament that makes sense to me. Uh, and that is Cedric or Ricochet. That's my pick, Ricochet. So, you know, great minds think like we'll see which one of which one of us gets the gets the deuce on that one. Okay. Um, let's see. So then we had the Rey Mysterio speaks, and we knew from the jump what was gonna happen because we've been wrestling fans for so long. Yep. So. Ray teases retirement. He goes to take his mask off. Blah blah blah. Uh, Dominic stops him from unmasking, and actually, it was it was Dominic that really impressed me with his promo work. I wasn't anticipating that, um, but he, I thought he really captured the emotion of the situation. Wow. Okay. Um. Let's see. Then we had a non-title match. Uh, between the New Day and the Revival, and I know the New Day and the Revival are awesome tag teams, but the way that they've been booked, I just couldn't give two shits. Yep. However, that all changed when um, Orton came out, and I'm really digging this new alignment with Orton and the Revival. I think the Revival needs it so bad. Does this uh, team have a name? Does this group have a name? It's not some stupid name. Please give them a yeah, decent well, yeah, name. I, you know it will be. Um, <laughs> you know, but the, the, angle has, the angle of them uh, in, injuring uh, Xavier Woods' leg in, in front of Kofi, mm-hmm. that was well, well played. I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, and speaking of my boy... Uh, Cedric Alexander, he defeated Sami Zayn. Keep in mind, this was a can ring tournament match, right? They're making a big deal out of this. Cedric Alexander's a rising star. They're making a big deal out of him, giving, giving him some shine against Drew McIntyre in previous weeks. So this is the can ring tournament match. And he defeats Sami Zayn. I'm fine with that, even though, even though... Sami Zayn's current status on the roster makes me cringe. But, but, but look at this time here. Three minutes and 45 seconds. What <laughs> the is going on? Wow. <laughs> you know what? You know, I feel like a broken record, but these WWE booking decisions are just ridiculous. And look at the uh, and look at the ti- look at the time on the next match. And look at the time on the next that this one compared to the time on the main event. Well, well I'm, I'm getting to that. 
Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Okay. Thank thank you for giving me time and and not and not jumping the jumping the bread line on that one. Appreciate it. Uh, okay, so then we have uh, Natalia um, coming back from the doctor, and she says she cuts this promo, says she wants the doctor that's been in a national week, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Go to hell, Natty, and tell your daddy I said hi. Is that supposed to be? No, okay. I, I get it, but it's just, I hate, I hate how they still use Jen Neidhart's death to get Natty over. Like, it's yeah, just, that's not cool. Like, I, and the fact, if, she, if she's cool with that, I would have an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, or better yet today, I would have an issue with that if my dad died and they were still using it a year later. Let alone, let alone six months, but that's just me. Um, let me see. And then we have... So we did not get the highly anticipated NXT announcement on Raw. We got it the next day, as we as we previously discussed. So the, the main event was... The Good Brothers versus Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman for Raw Tag Team titles. And I was shocked. Yeah, this was a surprise. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman actually won. Yep. Uh, I thought they were trying to build the OC as threats again. And I I thought they were really on to something when when they all had championships. Apparently, they don't want to do that. And you know what, I, I really have to believe now that it's because, especially with uh, Gallows and Anderson, that they're just not WWE boys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because, uh, you know, AJ Styles has proven to be the exception to the rule of, of TNA guys getting buried from, uh, from WWE, but... Other than that, I mean, everybody else just gets absolutely married. Um, so there we go with the, the review of Monday Night Raw. And this, I always find these website ratings to be very interesting. It got a 6.8. Now, maybe I'm just a harsh critic in terms of what I expect or, or what I personally find entertaining. But I, I would have given this show a 5.5. Okay. I'm, I'm just being honest. As much as, much as, as, much as I like Paul Heyman being in, in control of, of Raw, I just thought that uh, this was a, a weak offering. Okay. Um, so, um, so that is my review of Monday Night Raw, and I will pass it over to you, Elio.
All right, so my film this week came to us from the Denny Sanford Premier Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we have a total of four matches on the card. We, we begin with a King of the Ring tournament match from the SmackDown side. Uh, we have Andrade defeating Apollo Crews. And uh, then uh, in our second match, uh, this was a uh, a match that was made on off of uh, last week's happenings. It was uh, Buddy Murphy defeating Daniel Bryan after Daniel Bryan uh, after Buddy Murphy revealed that Rowan uh, was a Roman Reigns' attacker. Daniel Bryan calling him a liar. That was great. <laughs> Then we had the revival defeating heavy machinery. Once again, you know, it was the right booking decision, I get it, but it's just so predictable. Why do they even have these glorified squash matches all the time? And in the main event, another King of the Ring match, it was Elias defeating Kevin Owens. Now, Ben, I have a question. Didn't Shane McMahon lose his match against Kevin Owens? Yeah, he did. And uh, wasn't the stipulation supposed to be that if Shane McMahon lost, he would be gone from the company? It was indeed, but then again, this is the <laughs> because. Because when I was when I turned the TV on Tuesday night and I sat down to watch SmackDown, I'm seeing Shane McMahon on my screen. I'm like, wait a minute, why are you here? Why are you here? I thought you lost. And Kevin Owens is and Kevin Owens is like talking all friendly to to McMahon. It's like this guy is like this guy was making your life hell. I'm living hell, and you're being all nice. Turn on heel again. Uh, well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm guessing. I don't mm. want it to happen, but that's what I'm guessing because, you know, <coughs> I, mean, I, re- I mean, I I really shouldn't have thought this way. I really, I really should have known better. I was disappointed in myself. But I really thought when they made this stipulation with, with uh, Shane and Kevin. I was like, okay, this is going to be the end of this. We're going to move on. And Kenny is going to get something really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I credit to WWE. I was hoping for Klein and Slinger, and what did they do? You know, and for, for those of you listening, um, or that will be listening later on, 
I know you don't have the benefit of, of seeing our our painted expressions, uh-huh. but let me assure you, there there's some gray hairs that are uh, beginning to uh, grow out of my freshly uh, out of my freshly manicured head. Oh, good! I, I'm not I'm not alone anymore. Alright, so the smack this week's SmackDown ended with the theme of the night which was the reveal of Roman Reigns' attacker. And I'm so tired of seeing all the of seeing the replay of all these attacks, the the equipment backstage, the car crash, etc. So Daniel Bryan and Rowan have this mystery person sitting in their dressing room with a black blanket over their head. Okay. <laughs> okay, now <clears throat> they are talking to him and they are ready to reveal who it is. I believe it was Daniel Bryan who pulled the, the blanket off, right? Or was it Rowan? I want to say it was, uh, oh god. Uh, keep talking. I want to lock that up because, uh, Okay, because, so, um, either Rowan or Bryan pulled the, pulled the black, uh, blanket off of this mystery person. And... I seriously thought, okay, it might be Luke Harper. I thought it would be Luke Harper, possibly. You know, since we know that uh, he's uh, accepted, like, a new contract, I believe it was. Yeah, I, I did hear that. However, what do we get? We get an Eric Rowan look-alike. Now, look. Ben? Now, look. What's going on? Well, it was. It just me, or was this not the creepiest ending to SmackDown in a long time? Um, yeah, I, I thought so too. I mean, I was just creeped out. Just like this person's appearance, the look on their face—they look like they were like lost. I. What What do you have to say about this? Because I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about this. This is just really. Are the worst. <clears throat> now, um, 
Usually, and the thing is, usually they have the next day. There will be there will be any there will be like some websites. They'll say the mystery person on last night's SmackDown was revealed to be this person or whatever, and they'll like have information. I was looking around. There was no information on this guy, at all. Yeah. Well- Okay, but uh, you know what? Yeah, it it was creepy, but I don't know. I kind of I liked it, but I it was just weird. Yeah, I liked it, but it, I liked it in a weird kind of way because it was just creepy. But like I've been told that like creepy stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's that's uh, our SmackDown report for this week, and um, we will be back shortly. Uh, we will fire up the DeLorean, and we will time travel back to the year two thousand and six for a recap of WWE SummerSlam two thousand and six. Stay tuned for that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are going to. Do our uh, day in history. Ben, it is that time of the week. It's time to fire up the DeLorean and go take a trip back through time. Uh, my, my, favorite, uh, my favorite time of the week. And uh, let's see I'm what we have. fascinated by time travel. Yes, so am I. So here we go. We are Sunday, August the 20th, 2006. And we are the TD Bank North Garden in Boston, Massachusetts for SummerSlam 2006. Now, Ben, did you see this pay-per-view? I, I saw it later on, on uh, video. You know, um, 2004, 2000, 2007 was a bit of a blur for me. Because I don't recall uh, this pay per view or uh, or uh, SummerSlam two thousand four, five, and uh, seven. Be like it was all a blur for me because I was uh, still in school then, and then in '06 I had an accident, and I was in the hospital for the holidays. So, <laughs> I missed out on some wrestling. But let's see the this card. Well, you poor, poor bastard. Let me, uh, let me catch you up. I'm gonna pull out the card so I can, uh, so I can, uh, follow along. Yes, I am. And we had uh, one, we had one dark match on this uh, pay per view with uh, Carlito defeating Rob Conway. <laughs> we had. Two, three championship matches and one I quit match. So we had for the ECW championship, the Big Show defeated Sabu. When when have we ever seen Sabu on a WWE card, right? Oh my god. <laughs> Sabu. 
Uh, Hulk Hogan of all people defeated Randy Orton. This match, I do not remember this match. I, I, I remember the lead up to that. Okay. I quit match between Rick Flair and Mick Foley. King of the Ring earlier and King and Booker T we had Dave Batista defeating King Booker by disqualification due to interference from Charmel and Booker T retains the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, they got into the backstage. Not, 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 not,
No, I know. Real time, yeah. And uh, Booker T. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually, I find that funny. Because, you know, Batista just doesn't, like, he doesn't seem like a guy you would want to cross. Right. Like, like he just seems like he could, he could kill you yeah. with one snap of the finger. Yeah. And uh, to hear that you got his ass kicked. <laughs> 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 now, this next match, you were telling me about this off air. It was D-Generation X defeating the McMahons. You were saying that this was a steel cage match. I'm going to start my chill game. Still a steel cage. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But, uh, the, the headline, there were two really memorable moments mm-hmm. in this match. Okay. Other than, the, other than the fact that it looked like all four men led it to death. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, at the very end, um, uh, Triple H hit, um, hit, uh, Vince in the head with a sledgehammer, and had I not known at that point that how he was protecting Vince, because I saw, I saw this, he put his hand over the, over the hammer, right. so obviously, obviously, you know, but I mean, if I hadn't known that, I would have thought the guy would have had pay-per-view, we had Edge retaining the WWE Championship by defeating John Cena with some interference from Lita. Of course there was, in- there was interference uh, from Lita <laughs> because I'm reading the play-by-play uh, play here. Of course, I'm not going to remember everything from 2006. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a young cat, but come, but come on now, not even I can do that. Um, let's, let's see. So, if, um, if 
you'll recall, this was a uh, this was a situation where if Edge got DQ'd, um, he would lose the WWE Championship. Okay. In in the lead up to this, this was the this was the program where um, Edge went to John Cena Senior's house and slapped him, set this match up. Um, and so it was, you know, it, but it, if, uh, like I said, if Edge got disqualified, he would lose the belt. So Lita kept trying to interfere on his behalf, and he, he was telling him, he was telling her, no, 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 even though he was about to pass out via submission. Um, and so this was, um, this was his revenge, um, for, uh, talking about John Cena for uh, losing losing the match via Edge's uh, Money in the Bank cash in at uh, New Year's Resolution. Um, I, uh, you know what? I just. I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, because. Edge got the victory mm-hmm. here, but it, yeah. at, at this point, at, at this point, it was less about um, wins and losses, and it was just about um, you know how many times Lita could help her man win and what yeah. dash really deed he could pull off. And this this was around the time of the this was a couple months after the live sex celebration and all oh. that stuff. Yeah, um, which. You know, being 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 a you know eighteen year old kid here, and, and I I I will honestly tell you that uh, that Lita was like my number one like crush back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and, and still is to tell you the truth. I actually think she looks better now, um, but um, but he, like even I was like this this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That was Eric Bischoff's work, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they definitely couldn't pull some of that off today. No. Um, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, looking back at it, it was a, it was a little it was a little stupid with some of the you know far fetched 
you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the attitude air qualifies as stupid with some of the, um, with some of the stuff, but, um, overall, I thought... Well, I don't know, the, this was, um, I think 2003 was the end of the attitude era, wasn't it? No, um, 2002, because that started the, um... Oh, that was a get the, that was a get the F out uh, thing, right? Yeah. 2002, but But so if that was a ruthless aggression, what would you call uh, this one here, this uh, SummerSlam 2006 period? What would you call this one then? This was... Attitude Era Light, I guess. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I would, uh, I would say <coughs> Attitude Era Light, because, like, the, you, have to, you have to remember, 2006 was the year of DX. Yep. Because they, like, they reunited, they did all the, um... Yeah, that was awesome. I saw, I remember that SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> They did the thing with uh, Vince's limo. Uh, they did the whole, the, the whole stupid uh, little people's court or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so it was, um, it was quite interesting. You know, you know, that was, you know, that was really, that was kind of weird. I mean, when they, they had the camera under the ring. But then it was just weird. It was like, it was like they went into a whole other underworld uh, city. So, what do you say we bring this week's show to a close? Absolutely. I, uh, next week, I expect you to hear your report on the uh, Hell in a Cell match between uh, DX and uh, McMahon's. I want, you to, I want you to watch that for sure. Oh, is that my homework? Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll watch it. Sure. You give me homework all the time. I, I finally did start watching MLW. It was pretty good. Oh okay, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, no, I'll watch this and then I'll give you my report next week. Absolutely. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for this week. For my co-host Ben Pierce, this is Elio Canella. Saying we will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodbye to the listeners. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening.